Welcome to the Flawed, Foolish and Fantastic podcast. Nice. How did you go from going, I'm going to do a podcast and then before you know it, you got something I'm saying on. How do, how do you... So again, a lot of this is just, I guess, good karma. Um, when I was at university doing my degree, Satnam was doing a master's or a PhD or doing some academic work. Yeah. And he'd actually invited dad out over to Denmark to do a, like a gurma camp. Okay. And so they already knew each other. And Satnam was doing some type of study on like, um, I can't remember, something to do with like Sikh youth and... He'll be able to obviously tell you more. Something yeah. to do... There was a reason why... Whatever he was studying... He needed to talk to me. So we had a conversation... When I was in my third year of university. So I finished my project on the... Death Maliada. I was at... Coming to the end of finishing my dissertation about... 1984 etc. And so I had already made a link with him from that point. And... I wouldn't say we kept in touch too much. But we've... Like we're always in contact whatever on social media or whatnot. Mm. And then to add into that... Seek Archive, the guy, guy behind it, Sukraj, yeah, so, yeah. is also out in Denmark. Yeah, he lives there, yeah. Yeah, so they knew really each other. Really weird, isn't it? Because I'm just like, when I listen to his voice, I'm like, he speaks fluent English, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, like, This man lives in Denmark. He went to university in commentary yeah, as well, exactly. right? yeah, It's just jokes. Like, Why? So, and then, the, so I've always followed Seek Archive stuff, obviously, because yeah. I've just been a huge fan, and I think what he was doing from day dot is just awesome. And also, I saw him kind of come up at a point where I had stopped my stuff, so I was like, yeah, great. Like someone's doing something that's yeah. half decent. Um, and he actually kept pressuring me. He was like, you should do a podcast. Because we'd have conversations like this. Like he'd just ring me and we'd talk and it'd be hours. And then my missus would be like, who are you talking to? Can you be like, can why you get you off have, the phone? Why are you having an affair with a man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 2 a.m. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. um, like you got work tomorrow. What are you <laughs> so playing with? this booty call over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and he would, he'd always say, do a podcast. You should do a podcast. You should do a podcast. And I was like, I can't be fucked. Like, you do it. I was like, you're already doing one. Just yeah. carry on. I'll yeah. help you. I actually said to him, I was like, I'll help you. I'll go and research. I'll give you the questions. I'll contact whoever. Mm. You be the front man. Yeah. And that's also because of the context of kind of the community and everything else. I just couldn't be asked to put my face and my name and my voice in the forefront. Yeah. And he just gave me a hard time and he was like, look, I'm not going to let it off until you do a podcast. And I was like, for fuck's sake, all right, fine. If, you, if you're going to make me, right? And then also at the same time, all of these other things, like I'm researching my family history, I'm reading more books, like I'm also wanting to put more context behind social media posts. I'm like, it makes sense. And I'm also like, well, hey, I can monetize this because yeah. it's con- like it's audiovisual content or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, and then I was like, all right, if, we're, if I'm going to do a podcast, you have to be the first guy on it. And he was like, I think you should do... I don't know quite how it happened, but I ended up... Satnam was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Sukraj was the second one. Yeah. Shabad was the third guy. And then after that, it just kind of... I essentially reached out to like, I don't know, maybe like 50 people yeah. just on the first day. So like, come on, on the fourth or fifth. Yeah. He was on there as well. He was early on. He had... Um, oh, he was the boxer. Oh, in the in the Basi. Yeah, in the Basi. So we you had, had him. Yeah. Then we had Simran, who was an artist. Yeah. We had, and then we're now like thirty-seven episodes in or something. Yeah. Which is kind of scary because if I've been publishing one in each month, it goes to show how. Yeah, yes. Yeah, which is nuts. Um, which yeah, and so yeah, it's just continued, and I've made connections with people I just never would have even imagined. It's good, but it's opened doors. It's opened other podcasts because of that yeah and uh you know for me i you know not just that i know we've got you on as a guest but one of my one of the best ones i listened to was let me hunks with yours yeah, yeah and i'm surprised none of us have got him on yet yeah 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 to do one i think he'd be very very good because for yourself as well because you've already got that connection but it's that sort of thing i just remember listening listening to you there explaining it and it's when you said Somebody said, is that how you sound? And you went, I went to my wife, is that how I actually sound? Like, with my voice like this or whatever. And I just remember sitting there listening. So, no, I think it's, it's, it's really good. It's grown and it's, it's allowed the opportunities for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, been insane because like... I think lockdown was a massive thing when everybody's like, well, why not? I remember Joella at the time doing stuff on Instagram with Jitin Singh, the hair and people yeah. like that. So they were doing all that on there. But and then you also, actually started the proper ones. But then his podcast as well, like, the sewage one. It's just all like as in his content. I know it's different in terms of the way 
he approaches his, his work because it's obviously more narrative rather than yeah. a conversation. But even that, I was just like, this is brilliant. But it's, but for me, that's an, it's, so for someone who's always loved having these kind of academic or intellectual like debates or just kind of reading into it, I've always wanted a place where I, I want to listen to a conversation on Fargoon's sake. So give you an example. During my university, we had to do a module which was like history of philosophy, but it's obviously history of Western philosophy. So yeah. you're just learning about white guys, right? And my favorite white guy in all of Western philosophy is Spinoza. And that's basically... Yeah, because if you read his work and you just change some of the words, you basically... Don't crucify me for this, but you're basically reading a Sikh. His work is pretty much Sikh. That's what I said, like Spinoza, Descartes, those sorts of things. They're early sort of... I think Vedant is a bit above it, but they are really talking about the same thing. So Descartes obviously falls into duality off the get-go. Because he's like, oh yeah, I think, therefore I am. And even that is just... Because then, if you you think, then you become conscious, you are separate than duality. And if there's a... So But Spinoza's... So for me, when I read that... Spinoza's very close. And there's... And the lack of... Or the... Less the lesser of the duality in that sense in terms of Spinoza is very much like that it is all it yes. like it is all just a div- he's not saying these words so don't crucify me but in terms of what he's arguing it's very much everything is a manifestation of whatever that is yeah. and I was like this is fucking brilliant and so it was almost like so I'm coming across and I so I would love to listen to a podcast about some guy rattle on about alright I studied Spinoza I studied this text and these are where the philosoph- philosophical differences lie. Or this is where the agreements are. So hence why the Vedanta podcast we did. I loved it because philosophically, we're getting into the nitty gritty and we're really like, we're really being pedantic now about some of the kind of things we take as assumptions, right? Mm. And at the same time, I had this huge thing during my university, which was Sikhism. Yeah, the Singh Sabha movement happened. We had a reformation. We have this new religion. But fundamentally, what makes it different is there is Judeo-Christian framework just embedded within that. So even if you translate Gurbani, it's Lord, it's God, it's, God, it's He, it's this, yeah. it's that, it's the other. And actually, if you look at the terms, that isn't what that translates. That isn't. That isn't. And the only way that term is there is if it's it actually says God. You know, it yeah, says yeah, it yeah. Up, it says God. Otherwise, it's like everything has a similar. Even if you look at. Islam, when it's like Kareem, Rahim, you know, he's the provider, he's the sustainer, yes. he's this, he's that. Then Hari is the same, Govind is, the, they all have different attributes. And so, with that, with that kind of being like, all right, I would love to have, it's almost creating what I would want. And mm. I'm almost like, well, no one else is doing it, or I don't think anyone else is doing it, so let me try. And it's worked, it seems to be working, it's opening doors, like, as in, so. A lot of the podcasts more recently, I would never have imagined I'd be having conversations with some of these people. So, like Anshul Mahotra, who's an author from, who who was born and is now based back in Delhi, who wrote, who's written a number of two books on partition. Kaviti Puri, who's been on Newsnight and works for like BBC and all of these so guys. Yeah, so God's like comedian. I went and on, saw her. She's on like what the week and things like. And she's in Leicester too. And I was thinking to approach her, and I was like, man, nah, you know when you look at something like. No way. Do you know what was insane? Me and my, we went to see her. We went to see her show, and at the end of it, I went, I want to talk to her. I literally, I just thought, I want to talk to her because her, if you've, for anyone who hasn't gone to see her live, please do, because coming, someone who comes from the same background. You understand her comedy. And it's just so perfect, and you're like, and it's like, I, it was just, it was probably one of the best hours of comedy I've ever been to, or ever experienced. And I went, I want to talk to her because she's just an interesting person. And, I guess also it's like, I felt that when I got a follow from her I was like oh my God. yeah yeah you're like what I was like oh so like for me to say like people like William Dalrymple were like a post I put out and I'm like oh my god I need to sit down yeah. I'm like this is insane like this is like one of the best historians out there in the world and like what like and so it's almost I guess in some ways I'm almost trying to achieve so I look back and I'm, I've always wanted to have done a PhD or taken history to a higher level so if I could have redone things, I wouldn't have done a law degree. I'd have just carried on with history and gone into a PhD straight. But this is almost like doing it in the reverse, which is like, all right, I don't have all the money right now to go and fund my ass to go to do a PhD. So I'm going to just create a whole bank of knowledge that I can, but not like of a shallow 
depth yeah. stuff where we pick a topic and we're like, all right we're i want to, to get them to draw it out of this so that's some good i want this to be the that's some good podcast so every typical accusation against it let's just take it knock it on its head take it knock it on its head same thing with Vedant and Tiki right these are the assumptions that are made every time we enter this dialogue can we just knock these on the head done all right now let's get into the nitty-gritty same thing with party like so it's even with some of the partition podcast it's like so there is an assumption partition happened like this mm. you've spoken to all of these survivors like educate me and by default educate everyone else so I guess I'm just now a victim to the progress of it. Yeah. And I'm just enjoying the journey. I'm like, and wherever it takes me, I'm kind of excited to see where that happens because it's just, yeah, it's gone from one to the other. And to be honest, I've kind of now been, my interest is peaked because see you guys go and actually physically do it. That's one thing that I want to aim towards. Well, so I'd love to have loads of, you know, there's, there's so many people I want to interview. But when, it's like Joel, I was down recently, I was like, you're here, that's the only time I want to interview. I only want to do it in person. Yeah. Because I find it's... It makes like, a world of a difference yeah, doing massive. it in person, of course. Massive. Look, right, you've put up tons and tons of stuff about Sikh history. What is it about Sikh history that inspires you? Ooh, inspires me. I think... So the origin for me for a lot of this whole journey was the fact that when I was like 15 or 16, I remember having a bit of a mental breakdown in the car with my dad on the way to secondary school where I was like, Dad... I don't fit in with anyone. Yeah. I don't fit in with any of the Gordy at school. They pick on me. And when I say pick on me, it's like school ground shit, which is like, you look different, so they're going to crack jokes about you. Yeah, yeah, great. And equally, I didn't fit in with the C community to an extent because we came from a mixed background household. Like, just, just yeah. the outlook on things was just different. Um, and I can't actually remember what Dad said, but whatever Dad said, it was it obviously put me back together again, kind of... It was essentially like you don't need to, you don't need to give a shit about the rest of the world. Exactly. You're like you're your own person, and it was almost like you need to realize who you are. Yeah. And I know that means that also in a spiritual sense of like you need to do your nam and your gamai to understand who like your true self is. But in a historical or as like a like a intellectual level, it was like all right, I need to go and find out who I am. Yeah. Don't and worry I, about other people. And so that history flex came from I guess partly is inspired from there but I think for me the biggest inspiration is, is that everything that I read not everything but when I get into the nitty-gritty of it the bit that I really enjoy is seeing that everyone is just a human yeah, yeah. everybody is just human everyone's gone through the same human issues that you and I face on exactly. a day-to-day -day basis or will have faced or, or will face or however you want to phrase it they've they've done that they've gone or whatever the case is it's just about how you jump over those obstacles yes. isn't it Yes. And then also the second thing I find really interesting is finding things that usurp the popular narrative. So for argument's sake, finding out that you're like a you're like a Sikh troll, aren't you? Oh, I, what you're to say? I, I guess in some ways. That's basically. I guess in some ways. You know what? You, when you were saying about William Dalrymple, then you're just like, man. When I got hit a like from, I thought, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna find who's the best historian out there. Make a Twitter page or an Instagram <laughs> page on this and start liking other people's faces to see what happens. But even and, so, I, that, and I was trolling them mentally. But it's also so random. So I'll get like these huge pages or people who are like they've got like millions of followers liking stuff, and I'm like, okay, I didn't like as in, I think I'm also shocked at the extent to which some of this content yeah. gets to or, or who, some of it's also got me in trouble, but it's also like hasn't so it's not so bad um so yeah sorry you're saying yeah you're saying what inspires you that sort of thing so yeah i think yeah. for me it's that it's also that second thing of finding things yeah. that usurp the popular narrative so for my sake uh reading about how after good gorbin singhji passes away i can't remember which wife it is but she adopts a child yeah yeah he's also called ajit singh yeah that was martha sandhiji so she adopts paliputra ajit singh in yeah and so I never knew that when I first came across that it blew my mind and I went imagine if so and so I said so you read that obviously in group of thought, in the group of thought, absolutely forgot no no this. I actually so this is funny I was reading a book about Jasa uh, Singh Rangariya and it's referencing his no yeah it's referencing his clash with Jasa Singh Alawalia, yeah. and then it's referencing Jasa Singh Alawalia's upbringing 
and how he's brought up alongside this guy yeah, called Ajitsi. Yeah, Matsuko. No, yeah. not Matsuko. It's a Yeah, and how he's brought up by the Matsuko. Yeah, and how, and then yeah. how he's got this guy next to him called Ajitsi. And because and, it's just saying Ajitsi, I'm like, the Sebzade aren't around at this point. What is going on? Because it doesn't make it clear at first that this is an, a, a different person that's been, who's been adopted at a later point. And I'm like, what the... F like, what is going on? Obviously, it makes sense. Like, further on you read, it explains how this is someone who's been adopted, how later on he tries to set himself up as the guru and basically he's kicked out of the community and he kind of just dies into oblivion. But the bit for me that was really interesting was... Imagine in the community, if that was a popular narrative, would the community's response to adoption be completely different? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even think about it. And so it was, it's just coming across things like that and thinking, all right, imagine if, imagine if this was part, or imagine if, like, whatever it is. How would that have changed things? Right? And I think one thing as well, a lot of the time now, there is so much disinformation out there. Yeah. It's almost like, all right, how can I provide... Not the most accurate, because that's completely subjective. Mm. But how can I provide at least a starter for someone in as an unbiased manner as possible? Or different parts of source material on, yeah. on one aspect. Or one, like yeah, we yeah. always say, with an incident, how many witnesses can you provide? Yeah. You might have given a different variation of what they've seen. Because that's what happens, because everybody's perspective at the time changes. Yeah. Um, shock, trauma, whatever, those sorts of things all, all in peace. Have you read Guru Kiyosaki by Sri Yes. So in there, about Sebja Daji Singh's marriage, the son, Hati Singh. Yeah. So but, those sorts of things, you're like, where's this come from? And, the, and then again, none of it, so when I read that, none of that made sense until we had our podcast and yeah. you explained how that can't historically be accurate yeah, because, because of yeah. other evidence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's things like that. And I think... But when you read those, you initially just like, what and you and then you're led down a rabbit hole to think Jesus what is actually going on like yeah. if, if he's saying this and then I guess what we've highlighted is, is that the benefit of the podcast primarily is to do that which is to take those nuances and those stick because I think the thing is is I've grown up and I'm sure you can bear witness to this too which is there's always this kind of idea that if you don't know who you are, someone else can kind of yes mess with you. Yeah. Play with like kind knowledge of knowledge is power. Really. Yeah. That's the thing that always comes. And if you don't have that knowledge, you've got no power, and then somebody can ruin your foundations from within. Yeah. That is what. It and what's the point of me just sitting on this? Yeah. So, if it benefits others, then yeah. And if it doesn't, then I've tried, I guess. But and that's cool. right. Saying what period of history is your favorite when it comes to reading? Well, especially sea history. That's what. I mean. Oh, because Pete, like, uh, let, 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 let me just give you an example. That's a hard question. I, I see most of your posts being post Maharaja and Singh. Yeah, that's also because I don't want to get into no, but that's, trouble. that's what I see. Yeah, but, you know, I don't see a lot of Gurukal times, no, or even when the Singh Bahadur, or even the Chota Vadakalukara. It seems to be your posts. And more towards there. So I guess there's uh, a number of things for why the posts are like that. I think primarily it's because just photos and artifacts and or like things that I enjoy sharing yeah. don't really exist prior to yeah. Marajit Singh's period. So if I'm gonna take one book which I overuse is that Sikh Heritage and Valor by by Sikinder Singh, I think, or who, I can't remember who it's by. But they have loads of photos of like the Shastas and yeah. the the kind of personal items of the gurus which I can which I do share but the problem is, is there isn't that much of it and also the other thing as a historian which I value is authenticity there are so many places in India that claim to have X, Y, Z, A, B, C I don't I haven't got the capacity currently to validate any of that so mm. I'm also slightly reluctant to share certain stuff because I don't want to be the same... I don't want my page to be like everyone else's, which is we just regurgitate the same old thing. doesn't matter if it isn't fact-checked. If it gets likes, it gets likes. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not valued. I'm not bothered about that. So that's kind of why the posts are the way they are. In terms of the period that I really enjoyed, like, it's hard to pick. So I love, like, honestly, it's really difficult to pick. So I have the same feeling like I was reading a book about the B40 Janam Saki, which yeah. is obviously Guru Nanak Devji's time. Yeah. Love that because it's explaining about how the art shows certain things and I'm like, I is don't... McLeod's? I think so, yeah. And yeah, I'm just like... One on that as well. And I'm but like, how is he looking at these paintings and figure, like, for someone who can't do it, it's just always interesting to see how others figured this out and I'm like, what? 
So figuring out which but I told area. you how I ever spoke to this man first time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. First time. I guess. So, so so just Sorry. to add context. Someone sent me, and I'm just gonna say someone. No, no, just say. I'll, I'll so, say after. So someone, someone, someone sent, afterwards. someone sends me. So I've just started this ramblings thing, and so I've got a fair few messages by this point. And someone pops up and is like, "Oh, so they send me a photo of like a framed photo, and they're like, can you get this valued? Or like, or do you know the value of this?' And I say to them, because I have no expertise in this, I'm like, I know two people who can value this. First one I thought of was. Gumlukri, because it was something to do with, it looked to me like it was like pre Madhajajitsan period. And then the second person I thought of was Devindatud, because obviously, like, he's seen a million of these. And I don't know why, but for some reason, I messaged him first. And probably a good job I did. I sent it to him, and then he can tell you the rest of the story. Basically, I get this post randomly from Sasik. So he says, uh, I've got an image. Can you tell me the value? Well, can you tell me something about this image? And so he sends me the image, and I said, my, my first question was, where have you got that from? And he's like, do you know what it is? I was like, yeah. I was like, it's mine. I was like, that was in my house, and I left it there when I left the house when I got divorced. That's my my Janamsaki photo of Gurnandirjin said they kill from the Janamsaki. And I said, that's been sent by my ex-wife. And I hadn't and told him he anything about anything. who it was. And, he didn't right? know. and he's like, uh, yeah, and, and you, can, you know when you, you find yourself... You know straight away, you're just like, there's typing going on, it says typing. You're like, You know when shit. you find yourself in the most awkward situation and you have and I no said, idea. I said, and I thought to myself, I thought, what the fuck, man, that's mine. That, I, I, you know, when I left the house, that was there and that's... Basically, I got told that was going to be given to me. It's been over three years and it's never come to me. So that is a Dunamsaki folio of Sedekil going to go and get water. He was a fisher, fisherman. Yeah. So the Shabbat to Danabina, which comes in Srirag by Gurnandevji on Ang 20. That's what it is. It's a folio of that. That's the first time I got a message from this thing. And he's like, okay, I'll just reply back. And I was just like, that was it. And I was just like, that's how I met So imagine breaking the ice like that, right? I was, after that I thought well hold on asking them to do a podcast is easy then yeah exactly it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> like, difficult wasn't like it? as in like as in we've literally become accustomed to one another in probably the most awkward situation shocking, yeah yeah I was and like I, and I said to my kids that day I said make sure that doesn't leave the house that's mine and so I got my oldest oh, speak so she said to mom, spoke to her mum and uh, she was like mum said if you can have it tomorrow I said okay bring it tomorrow I'm still waiting three years later it ain't happening this is never gonna happen because it is a value. It's not actually. It was given. To, it was given to me by my Mussy. Oh, my Mussy's got all the rest of them. That's missing from the collection. Oh, my God. and we can't get it back. So yeah, but yeah, that's how I meant to say. I guess in some ways it was useful because uh, exactly. hopefully otherwise you wouldn't have found out. So yeah, that that was how we broke bread, so to speak, first time. <laughs> which was for me. I, I at the end of it, I actually, I went and spoke to my wife and I was like, "Yo, this is what's just happened," and she was just looking at me going, "What?" Like, you know when you tell someone something and they're like... I don't understand what you're saying. Hold on. Like, is this an episode of Friends or something? Like, as in, like, what I've... Like, what... And so, yeah. It was, um... It was an icebreaker. No, I just remember you saying, do you know what it is for? And I said, yeah, it's this. It's from... It's from Janamsaki. It's actually not in the Janamsaki. But the maddest thing is, is of all the responses you could think of, you would never think... You would never... Like, as in, who in their right mind would think the person who's messaged me about this... And the person that I would ask are that closely related. Like, as in, that, as in, like, as in... Ex-partners. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, man. But, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, that was it. So, yeah, so you, you're saying about the pictures from McLeod and stuff. That's yeah. what I just brought Sorry. that up. So, um, in terms of, like, period or area of history, like, as in, I read... I, like, I was reading that. I loved that. I was reading stuff about um, J.S. Godewa's Master of the White Hawk, and that's basically yeah. looking mainly, obviously, at Guru Wobing Singji. Love, like, so I love... Literally every part of Sikh history, quote unquote, because of the fact that each bit kind of connects to one another. Yeah. And also stuff like going to like, so I didn't really know too much about this until more recently, kind of talking to yourself, talking to Javala, listening to his podcast and doing a bit more research, which is kind of the inter-community beef that is going on when Guru Arjun Dev Ji Shahidi happens and Guru Harbor yeah. Sahib is basically like, I'm putting weapons on, I'm getting strapped. All of you guys either join me or like 
That's it. Like, fuck off. And so to see, and then I think coming back to that whole human thing, which is actually, it's everyone is human. And what? I know I'm overplaying it, but it's like we sometimes look at history and we're like, they're superhuman. Like, that, that's a different space, time, world, whatever. But they're going through the same, like, well, exactly. My dad, I remember problems. this question. I was like, Dad, why is it the Guru Gobind Singh Ji and Guru Har Gobind Ji war weapons? And he's like, if your dad gets executed, you got to tool off, haven't you? He's yeah. like, because you're next on the line. <laughs> so you know, it's it's like, it's like any gang, any gang takes a hit, the guns are out. Yeah, like, and, and all, as in like, It's just a normal thing that anybody would do. It, Protection. Completely natural, yeah, completely natural response. But yeah. to see then uh, the community going, well, actually, the first five gurus so have held a sant lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is a sign of being a yogi. And now we're wearing Shasta, like as in... Well, that's, that's even Pai Gurdashi says, Panja Piala, Panja Pi, Shatam Pi, Vata Gurpari, Arjan Pai, Okay, Murth, Hargo, Vinswai. So, Chali Piri, Sodhya, you know, they, they say all that. They're just like, hang on, this there's a massive change just happening. Huge shift. And I think it's, I guess one of the main things that I enjoy is seeing and understanding that we're all going through those same issues. So the community going through the problems then, how is that really any different to say the problems the community are going through now or the community, the problems the community went through during the 80s or when, whatever period of history? Because every time you look at it, we're always, we're always going through something. Yeah. There is no period of Sikh history where we're static. Mm. And even today, the diaspora, the diaspora isn't static. We're mm. all moving. Like, and, and I find it really interesting because me and my dad were having conversations recently about leaving England. Yeah. When we were growing just up, the car. yeah. When we were growing up, you'd never have thought that. You'd never. I would never have thought of actually one day I'll have a conversation where I'll need to leave here. Right. But and it's just interesting because I think for someone who really enjoys history, seeing that everything's always in a state of flux. Yeah. Philosophically, it's quite ironic. From a Gurma perspective, it's also quite ironic. But just from a historian's perspective, there's always something to look at. There's always yeah. there's there's like you can never get bored. Yeah. So to give you like a short answer. Every, I just love history so I remember like in year 5 I got given like a certificate because one of the homework tasks was like go and study go and study like we'd watch something about Romans or something it was like go and study something about whatever and I put together like a whole presentation and I brought it back into the class and gave it and they gave me a certificate for it like so I've just I just I don't know why I'm obviously slightly strange in that sense but I just love looking at the past and looking at history and trying to figure out all right what can i learn from that what are the impacts of that like what was going on at that time um and i think the more i've grown up the more i've realized you can look at the same piece of history from a million and one different perspectives you can have like narrative history like so you could literally just have dates and times like historical just narrative intellectual history social history gendered history caste history like it goes on and on and on and it yeah. adds different flavors so for argument's sake give you a personal example like my family leaving from Punjab to Africa yeah their class status would have affected yeah how they got there so if we were indentured laborers we would have come from a very poor background we probably wouldn't have been well educated and we would have literally almost been sold into indentured labor but if we were one of the traders that moved over, mm. we would have come from a wealthier background, we would have access to uh, education, knowledge, food, all sorts of... And it's just those angles. It's always interesting because you're almost like, you're colouring in a different part of the canvas each time until you get to a point where you go, all right, I now can see whatever it is that I'm trying to yeah. find. Well, that's what you're saying. Right, I've got a couple more questions. First one is, what are your favourite books and why? Okay, okay. Um, you gotta have a top three. Everybody has top three. Favorite is difficult. Favorite is difficult because I would. So the ones that I would that I'm gonna mention, I'm gonna mention because they were instrumental in kind of forming my understanding. Yeah. First one would be Harder Oberai's Construction yeah. of Religious Boundaries. People read it and either absolutely get terrified and just shit themselves and are like, "Oh my god, this is, this is blasphemous and all the rest of it." Or people read it and actually understand what he's saying. Yeah. It's an absolutely, absolutely brilliant book. Ironically, he was the first person I invited to do the podcast and he politely declined, um, which I respect. But I would love, like, I would love to have a conversation with the Hajar Oberai. I think I would 
probably faint out of excitement. But um, his book, definitely. He's released a second book, which I actually haven't read. It came out, I think, this year. I've got a copy of it. I'm waiting to read that. I hope it's as good as the first one, but I don't know yet. Um, so her dark, construction of religious boundaries, definitely number yeah. one. Number two is Arvin Mandir's work, which is... Um, I'm going to put two, these two together because he's done two books. One is Religion and the Spectre of the West. Yeah. It was published a long time ago, but it is a brilliant book. The first chapter is basically Hajj Oberai's work, but condensed. Yeah. So if you read the first chapter of Religion and the Spectre of the West and then went and read Hajj Oberai's work, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But Religion and the Spectre of the West does a brilliant job of showing and explaining how through this colonial process we went from a particular logic and understanding of Dadam and that system to a post-colonial logic of identity and it was based on religion and how it's mostly based on a Judeo-Christian idea of yeah. what religion and God and all of these things are. So they're definitely top two. Oh. Top to third one. Oh god, this is difficult. Um, I guess it'd be have to be something like the Winter Tools. Yeah, yeah, his collection, his book. Because you can get lost in that, and it's and the quality of the photos is just perfect. Yeah. Um. So that's one, and I guess I'd have to in the in the same kind of sentence, I'd have to throw in the uh, Heritage and Valor book, which is again, it's photos of. Shasta's, uh, all sorts of arms and kind of personal items of the gurus or related to those closest to the gurus. Yeah. Um, so I guess they'd kind of come in third. There's so many though, I could like, there'd be hundreds, there'd yeah. be hundreds. I'd love to, like, I could, I'd just love to read them all off, but no, I guess they would be top three. Well, that brings, brings me to, you know, my next question is, um, you used to. And I'm really thankful for this. You used to write up reviews. Yes. Books. Is there any chance you do them on video? For your, for You've got so many books that you've read through. Is there any chance you do like 10 minutes going, I've read this and this is... So, funnily enough, you're the second or third person... Because I remember put, tagging you on a post ages ago to say, I, I think you'd be perfect for that. So I definitely need to continue with the book reviews because I've read a few books and they've just sat on my desk and I haven't got round to... To actually reviewing them or anything or doing or doing anything like that, but um, yeah, that's definitely on the. I think for me the hardest problem is actually myself. So I'm always like I'm over analytical. So I'm like I'll record it. I'm like nah, that's not good enough. No, it's not that. It's it's the fact that you research books prior to your own podcast that you do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you've yeah. obviously read the book. You've gone through stuff, anyway, and you're just like after you've done you know the podcast with that individual, even if you did like a a ten minute YouTube video going right done a latest podcast with this individual this is the book it is and this is what I highlight and this is this is the chapters and this is why I'd say it's worth picking up mm-hmm. and, you'll, and you'll know about it from the latest podcast that's yeah. coming out you know it promotes that, that person's book it shows you've done the reading as well and and I, I just think with the amount of literature that you put up anyway yeah no, and, and rather than writing out because writing out is a, it's a pain like, yeah it's exactly pain. so I think yeah I, I guess I I guess I I guess you're making, not making me, but I guess no, we're no, agreeing. No, I'm saying, no, I, no, no, I, no. I just think that, I, I think you'd be perfect to do that. One, one, it helps you, you look at the amount of Instagram book clubs that there are. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you just have like a, I don't know whether you'd have a separate account or you'd put it on your second rambling, yeah, yeah, ramblings yeah. account and then link it back into YouTube. I think I'd, that's definitely been an idea. And I think the fact that you've mentioned it as well, it definitely pushes me towards doing it. Um, so yeah, like I've been meaning to do more book. Like so, I've read a few books, obviously. So obviously, just, I'm saying all this. Yeah. Without even thinking about what your wife's gonna go bloody ages spending <laughs> time with me anyway. And now he he listens to all these bundes instead of listening Talking to, to all these now. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So <laughs> as long as it doesn't cause you any issues, I hope that's the thing. To be fair, like I've been. So one thing with the podcast is it very quickly becomes quite like um, focused, which is all right. Get a guest. Get a topic do the reading, ask the questions, do the recording, edit it, stick it out, right, cool, next one. Podcasts, I think even ours was like three hours long. Yeah. And I and I tend to try and keep them as, like I don't really edit them that much. When I say edit, we're removing background noise and like 
things where I've gone for the toilet or whatever, or like the Amazon drivers turned off. Mm. Um, but I'm aware that there's so much value in that content, but it's about like putting it out in a better way. So even with the book reviews, yeah. like nail on the head, which is putting it out as a video is far more accessible and interactive. And yeah. also you can express more in your language than you can it's just kind just of write. Like, yeah. How many people read it? Yeah, you yeah, see yeah people on in, The reason why people are on Instagram is because they're like, first it's quick, yeah, yeah. Put them on Facebook and I'm like, oh, there's too many words. Yeah, yeah, there's too many words. You put them on a WordPress, they're like, oh, I'm dead now. Yeah, yeah, stop it. I'll do it. Please stop. Exactly. Um, so no, definitely, I think it's definitely on the cards. Um, I just have to do it. Like, as in, I just need to literally sit myself down and be like, all right, let's do it. Well, it depends. It's, next time you sit there trying to write up a blog or a review and you go, actually, I can do this in five minutes. I yeah, yeah, I just record myself. I just took it up. I don't need to edit it. I might put a thing on the front and the end. Yeah, 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 that's it. Is it? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So, I, yeah, it, it's definitely on the cards. Yeah. Um, because you've just done because you've just done a podcast with Gorinda. Yeah. About his book. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, and again, like I have to, not that I have to, but I'm, I've like set myself the task of writing a book review. So it's so yeah. it is again just to be easy, just to hit record and, and exactly. go for it. So yeah, no, definitely. I think it will. Uh, it will be soon, very soon. No, that's fine. Um, second last question. What what doors has Ramblings opened for you? I saw a post oh, where you said you signed something. It's so... But you yeah, never yeah, said what you... I did, I yeah, did, I did, I did. I did. Okay. And it's like, this guy's put a fucking teaser up, man. This is so... It's like when people go, checked in at the hospital, and you're like, well, at least tell me what you're there for. Yeah. What are you doing? You just hurt your finger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just the fingernails fall off. No, um, so... Yeah, I signed something recently, which was really cool, and it was the first thing I've signed, which was also really, like, as you can imagine, like, awesome. Um, Doors in terms of... So number one is it's open doors in terms of just like to knowledge. And when I mean that, I mean like people and institutions. So for argument's sake, there's no way if I didn't have this podcast, I would have been able to approach for arguments. Well, maybe I would have been able to approach, but to have the level of conversation I had with some of these people probably wouldn't have happened if I didn't have a podcast. So for argument's sake, Anshul Mahotra or Kavita Puri or Haroon, Haroon, Haroon or even Soko Jala or Jawala. Yeah, Jawala. You just like as in there's like thirty five ish guests, even maybe Devindatur, Amadi Madra, yourself even. Um Gomalu probably not because I've been bugging him for at least the last decade and a half. Um but like just having those conversations and getting those relationships is just insane. So I remember one day tweeting out being like, Oh, I'd love to have and I tagged three people. I think I tagged Akala. Kavita Puri and then this guy called Paddy Doherty who's written a book about yeah. the Benign Bronze yeah. and it's all about the history of how the I'm Benign Bronze were looted from there yeah, yeah. yeah they need to be returned yeah right. and Paddy Doherty replied straight away it was like yeah as soon as you want me on the podcast like just let me know and I was like awesome I was just like bollocks I need to go read this book now so I ordered this yeah. book I still haven't read it right I'm getting around to it um Akala followed me and I was like well that's one step in the right direction that's awesome man yeah so I'll take that and then Kavita Puri messaged me and was like, yeah, I'd love to be on your podcast. And I went, I literally, when that happened, I went, is it that easy? Like, and, I don't, and, I'm not, like, and I'm not trying to blow my own trumpet, but I actually went, okay, I think they're scoping this. Because I, like, as you can imagine, I've emailed about 200 people and probably got like 1% of that to yeah, turn yeah. up, right? I don't know that so when it works, you're just there going sick. And then once you've made those connections, because you're all kind of involved in a similar area or they they know like they're aware of you then sometimes they'll come back and be like can you help with this or can you help with that or whatever the case is um so in terms of people and institutions it's it's helped that a lot mm. um Gurinderman, i have to give a lot of respect to him because he in the latest book he put out he he, he references me he in the acknowledgements he acknowledges ramblings yeah. of his seat and I just think that's insane um, because I've done jack shit, to be quite honest. Um, that, so that's something that's quite cool. He's also helped uh, kind of get me involved in some of the kind of the events and stuff he's yeah, involved in. Yeah, I saw in. that because you have to pull out last minute. Yeah, yeah, which was unfortunate. Yeah. But like, he's like, so just to have, as we were saying earlier, like have that generation kind of see the effort I'm putting in and be like, all right, we can help. Like, we'll help you along your way is, is really cool. Mm. Um then that contract is probably the coolest thing I have to admit. So um, I get followed by also, as you can imagine on Instagram, you get followed by all sorts of like random people, right? And this company reaches out and is like, um, 
we'd love to talk to you about Sikh history. I'm working on a project, but I can't really tell you too much. Yeah. Do you have time for a Zoom call? And I was, I'm always, I'm very apprehensive. I, I, I ignore all Yeah, I'm very apprehensive about this. But I looked at the account and it looked legit. Yeah. So I went, yeah, cool. Anyway, start the Zoom call and it's this guy from America, who's based out in America. Really nice, got our background, really nice dude. And he's like, look, I'm working on this game and it's going to involve Sikh characters. Yeah. I want someone who's, who knows about Sikh history to help me make sure that it's okay. And also I want to make sure I don't kind of uh, step on any religious toes. Yeah. I don't want to piss any religious sentiments off. And I went, yeah, fine. And so he was like, are you a gamer? And I was like, I'm not really much of a gamer, but I'm a, like, I, I love those type of like strategy games. So like Total War or whatever. Age of Empires. And yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and it. he's like, well, funny you say that because I'm working on a game very similar to that, like civilization building RPG. and all the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. But it's based in India or the subcontinent around kind of the time the gurus are alive. And he was like, the three characters I want you to help me write their blurb for and then also help kind of their character attributes. Because the idea is, is you can get these different like leaders who give your faction benefits. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, I want to do Pai Mardana. I want to do Baba Budaji. And then the third one, I argued, should be a woman. Because I thought one thing with Sikh history, which I really enjoy is women are there from the get-go. Like Bibi Nanaki. So I actually argued we should include Bibi Nanaki because she's technically the first Sikh, right? Yeah. Or that's how it, the popular narrative goes. Who did he want? He, he was slightly apprehensive because he was like, look, if people are going to have an issue with, me, with us depicting the gurus, I don't want to depict any of their family in case people have the same problem. Yeah. So instead, he's put Matakivi. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was about to say. But again, you're looking at family. Aren't you? His argument is it's slightly kind of detached from Gurunan. And I was like, look, whatever you're happy with, I'm happy with that. So essentially, he's contracted me to help write the blurbs for all of those characters and Perfect. like how they uh like their benefits in the game so if i can say mardana his, his there's a musical talent there so like mm. what does that translate to if you have him on your on your side so to speak or baba buddhaji the fact that he lives through so many gurus what like what benefit like so it's just that type of thing so i signed a contract for that which was just insane because to even think that you could like the fact that you like yeah, the, that's, that's it's just not seen that you've got the knowledge there and they can use it well, not not only for, one it promotes what you're doing yeah and two it gives him the advice from the right before somebody goes man this is cultural appropriation this is yeah, this yeah. because that's what everybody's scared of at the moment They're like man I don't and he and I don't he himself, draw he's a history nerd and get he loves self he would love like just like you and I we get like we have this conversation absolutely love it get lost in it he's like, loves his history but he's like look I'm aware where my expertise lies, and it's not in Sikh history he yeah. goes I can read about it but he goes how to figure out what which way to go and whatever else I'll leave that to you yeah. so sign that which is awesome I've got until the end of the year to write it which is obviously ages away yeah. written two third two you say it's ages three. away we're, we're in August already yeah you know true already written two of them so I've got one that's left good. Um, and then yeah and so in terms of doors I think that's the probably the most unexpected because there's no way in hell I would have said, oh yeah, I'm going to start this podcast and then someone who's making a game is going to end up asking me to write. Like as in the story just... Yeah, your bio is going to be featured in a game. That's amazing. It's just jokes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then I guess... Um, I guess I'm just now trying to figure out what like... Not where I want to take it, but how I want to kind of like... of Like where it should go. Mm. So like... Well, the next question is that, what are your future plans? Well, this is just it. I want so obviously it's growing, but I'm also aware that I don't want it to just stagnant, like stagnate. Stagnant, yeah, yeah, I don't want it to just turn into something that like, all right, yeah, it's the same, not the same thing, but it's the same format or whatever. So, for argument's sake, like you spoke about the book reviews, that's definitely on the list. But something that I started, I haven't edited it and I haven't put it out, but I guess I'll. No, this ain't going out for ages yet. So oh no, no, and I, I'm more than happy if it went out before because uh -huh. it builds up a bit of like. Um, excitement so history today is like a magazine that you can get in the uk which is obviously about history um but in the back of it in every uh edition 
they'll have an academic or someone that has written a piece, but they'll ask them like 10 to 20 questions. Yeah. And some of them are random, like what's one word of piece of advice that you've lived by or what's one area of history that you love? Like similarly yeah. to these, yeah. right? And I was like, all right, I can take this and I can flip this and I can turn this into something a little bit more condensed. So with the podcast, it's obvious. Some of them are like, they average an hour and a half, but some of them go up to three hours, which is an insane amount of time. But people sit there and listen to it. So I think for yeah, one, if I can say there's one podcast which has like a 70% uh, playthrough rate, which is nuts. It's like an hour, it's like two hours long, an hour and a half long. And 70% of people who listen to it finish it off. Crazy people ain't got much to do with their lives, obviously. Anyway, I was like, I need to create something that's a little bit more condensed and quick and, and snappy. And so basically I was like, right, I can take these questions. So I've done it with Javala and I've done it with Priya Atwal where basically I've had like, 10 questions and it's just on the spot like what's your favorite book all right what's this what's that not really giving you time to think yeah and so it's that i'm almost trying to figure out how i can continue the podcast but create other like channels or not channels but other streams of content you want palatable content that's quick because today's society can't sit through two minutes man yeah you know everybody's got adhd Yeah, yeah yeah Like even like even if you look at the internet, it's full of memes. Yeah, no exactly. one wants to read anything. They just want to look at photos and catch a laugh, and then that's it. Or see your dog, a cat, or exactly. great message a friend, and you're done. That's it. So, in terms of the future, it's definitely about evolving the podcast. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I have a vague idea, which is at some point, it so you being say that. backed. So, uh, you say that. I like your podcast, and what it reminds me of. Have you heard Dominic Trussell's? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's on like 522 yeah. podcasts, yeah? <laughs> he's never changed it. That thing is still going. And it's oh, a beast. No. Oh, sorry, I mean evolve it more so in the sense of like, so at the moment it is just literally me in my room. Yeah. Yeah. I want to take it to the, this, like I want to evolve it to this, which is I turn up wherever it is and I record because that also gives me then the benefit of, say if we're talking about, I don't know. So far I'm saying with Rav's podcast, it was it became quite apparent to me that I could have gone to London and Man, that was the best. I could you have recorded. To, you need to be in there. We went there and he's got his own museum and it's amazing and he's just like, what's that, what's that, what's that? What's that? And you need to go and that's why. And then but then also because like YouTube is the benefit of video, it's like, all right, so he's talking about this place in London, all right? Go and record there. All right, put that but it's almost like I guess the trade-off is you have to invest a quite a lot of time, effort and money in yeah. order to even see a penny return. Yeah. To add to that, I'm also running your household and everything else that goes with life, as you can imagine. Yeah. And then on top of that, we're living through probably one of the biggest periods of inflation we've seen in 40 years. So things aren't like, yeah, like yeah, all hunky dory, right? right? Yeah, yeah it's not so easy. So it's almost like, so for I'm saying with that, like on the spot, which is what I've called that new kind of video with the guys I've done it so far is, almost like all right how can i create more content that evolves the channel without me having to do too much extra at the moment because it's almost like building it to a point where all right now i've got some income from that let me reinvest that let me now take it to the next level so i would hope at some point so if i can say i'm doing this all on my own and we're quite frequently ranking in the top 200 history podcasts for apple in multiple countries the uk canada america India, Sri Lanka, some random places too, like Brazil. But Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka hasn't got any fuel, man. They, no electricity. They seem to be keep it. listening to it, man. It's, oh it's wild. You got solar charges to listen to your stuff. They were all just blasting ramblings of a seat while they were revolting. Right? Dead? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's t- and so I'm almost like, if I can do this, and I've got no backing, so to speak, I'm almost hoping at some point I catch the eye of someone who's like, all right. I work for such and such company or I can help you connect to such and such person and almost because like if I can say that contract yeah but, that, yeah, but that sounds like KSI Paul Logan Joe, Joe yeah Logan, yeah that's yeah that's how they all start yeah yeah you just Logan, start off Logan, and you just yeah. kind of hope and, and like even with that game contract like I never imagined that would have happened yeah dude reached out and it happened like so it's almost like if I I think one thing that I definitely hold in uh, kind of dear is uh there was a Marbush that we knew when we were growing up that we used to call quite lovingly little Babaji because he was really quite small. Yeah. Um, he was the he was the individual we spoke about yeah, on our yeah. podcast and uh-huh. he just pulls out all the fruit, right? Yeah. And he would always say, no matter how much effort you put into something, it never goes to waste. He goes, mm-hmm. it might not come back the way you think it's going to come back, but it will always come back. Yeah. And that's something that I've always kind of held true because like even with the podcast, 
the amount of effort you have, like even intellect, like mentally, the amount of effort you have to put in. So after the end of the recordings, I'm so exhausted. Yeah. I'm just like, like as in sometimes I've recorded first thing in the morning. We've done a podcast and I'm like, I'm dead. I need to go back to bed because it just like you're concentrating, you're focusing so much, but you know, the effort is gonna pay off, and it has. Like I'm absolutely loving it. So it's almost like keep going and hopefully the podcast will just go from strength to strength and turn into whatever. So yeah, I'm almost like holding on for the ride and just seeing where it goes really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully there'll be more types of content. But well, I was about to say, you're just hoping, you've, you've signed one contract and you're hoping that leads to something else. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, else. yeah. And yeah. that's what's going to open up doors. So just think about it. You're at university one day, pissed off with a speaker. Yeah, 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 thanks to him. That's it. Thanks to him. Massively. You should be thankful that uh, if that seat site was good that day, and this it wasn't, wasldn't really happen. intellectual, you wouldn't have got any of this. No, none of this. Be glad you got some shit speakers. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we were all great, the world would be boring, right? Exactly. Like, as in, you need to have, what is it, different strokes for different folks, yeah. So, yeah, you need that contrast, man. Otherwise, it'd be a boring place to live. Well, that's for sure. Right, so can you plug all your social media stuff, your YouTube and everything? Oh, God. Okay, yeah. Um, so, in terms of social media and all the rest of it, um, on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, it's Ramblings of a Seek. On Instagram, there is another account called Rambling Sing, but that's a backup account because I got locked out of my normal account because I got over-reported, I think. Um, so Ramblings of a Seek on Twitter. Sorry, Ramblings of a Seek on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. It's Rambling Sing on Twitter. Um, although I think if you type in Ramblings of a Seek, it still comes, it comes up. up straight away. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of the podcast, it is called the Sorch Podcast. Unfortunately typing sorch you have to type it s-o-c-h so it's almost like sock um or you can just type in ramblings of a seek into like spotify apple or whatever and it will bring up the podcast yep. um and then yeah and then if you do listen to the podcast please follow it like it yeah can't review it whatever all of that good stuff um, well if you if you get on to well, i'd still suggest your Instagram account yeah. go onto your yeah. bio because there's links off that to all yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah. other stuff yeah yeah actually that's probably the easiest way which is just go Instagram straight to the Instagram account uh, or the Twitter account and there's a link in the bio and it takes yeah. you to all of the relevant because your link tree's got loads of other stuff yeah. reviews all sorts of stuff yeah yeah the book reviews I think that's really good yeah yeah definitely actually good job you reminded me yeah probably better to go to the to to Twitter or to Instagram and use the link in the bio because you get to wherever yeah. it is you're, you're looking for so yeah Right, so we've definitely overstayed our welcome. No, 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 man, it's all right. And uh, is there anything else you want to add? Oh, gosh, no, nah, no. Nah. If, if you give me the chance to talk, we won't stop. No, I think that was brilliant. Um, It was really cool to actually kind of reflect on yeah. just some of the stuff that's happened in my life. Although it's obviously like... Uh, as long as it's not traumatic, you fucking leave here, he's lying on the floor. <laughs> Dad, no, no, no. Dad, I need help. <laughs> Look at this. As long as that doesn't happen. We walk in, your dad's like, man... Bring these two things around and put something in Look what's happened, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think it was really cool. Um, I really enjoyed that. It was nice to not have to be in the in that seat. So it was yeah. no, thank you for that. It was really good. No, it's not a problem. I really enjoyed no, it. I really appreciate and just want to say thank you very much for your time from Flawed and Foolish. No, no. You definitely no. are fantastic. And and that's why you know, I've been contacting you for a while. I was like, Come come down, come come down, <laughs> come come down and I really appreciate you taking the time out to no, just no, I appreciate your dad. Allowing us to use his place. As yeah, well yeah, yeah. Start. And I appreciate you putting the dog outside because <laughs> I was shitting myself straight away. So, no, I really appreciate no, it. No, no, not no, a problem, man. I'd love to do it anytime, any place, more than happy. Great. Love it. Well, for the podcast, like I so said, we're going to close up from this. No, so, why would you go outside? Why would you fuck up?